Hello everyone, it's Harmon. We have a new episode for you today on the history of comedians being fired from Saturday Night Live. Oh, that sounds interesting. Before we jump into the episode, a quick plug. I have a new book out called Tribe Spotting Undercover Culture Stories, all about my exploits going on undercover in disguise and infiltrating extremist groups. Check it out on Amazon. And without further ado... You know what? You freaking just threw an ashtray full of butts at my head. You know what? You stood up for yourself, and I fucking love you for that. You're in my heart, babe. You're in my heart. Whoa, whoa. She knew she did a boo-boo. Yep. She knew she did wrong. Whoops. Whoa. You don't swear on Saturday Night Live. And what you heard there was a clip from, it was uh, 2009, uh, September 26, 2009, when new cast member of SNL, Jenny Slate, swore on live television because it's called Saturday Night Live. And, yeah, and, and Scott, yeah. my, my co-host Scott Kalonica, uh, what, hap- what happened to Jenny Slate? She got fired. Fire. Yeah. And yes, you've tuned into a new episode of Comedy History 101. Where we school you in comedy. I am Harmon Leon. With me, as I just introduced, Scott Colonico. Scott, how are you? I'm not fired, Harmon. You're not going to fire me. Fuck. Ah, don't, well, don't, like, say uh, racist, don't say anything racist. Don't say anything racist. So, no, 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 so no. again, to restate uh, what you heard up front is uh, in 2009, new Saturday Night Live cast member Jenny Slate accidentally said the word fuck during a sketch, which kind of looked like a female version of Wayne's World. I don't know the premise of that sketch. Um, oh, dude. Oh, she my thought God. she was okay. going to be immediately <laughs> fired and then uh, she didn't, but by the end of the season, uh, she learned it uh, coming out of her therapist's office. She, she saw on the news on Deadline Hollywood that she was fired. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't get me started. Actually, don't get me started. That's a whole other podcast on the whole. This is like the X version of Wayne's World because once. Yeah. Because I enjoyed the Wayne's World sketch. Oh, yeah, Wayne's World was a great sketch. Once they figured out... And a great first movie. Yeah, and and once they figured out how that worked, though, like you can go through every season after that and identify... They have their own Wayne's World? Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It was just like, okay, guys, that kind of worked. Here, let's just do it again with a different uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had Jimmy Fallon did like a webcam character. That was the worst Which was just a one-man Wayne's World. Yeah, and that was just him and fucking what's his name, uh, um, Horatio Sands, just laughing at each other the whole yeah, time. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Is probably every yeah. sketch ends with them laughing at their own lines, <laughs> which is cardinal sin. And but how this all ties in uh, this week in the news, and not only in the news but in reality, new ca- new Saturday Night Live cast member Shane Gillis was fired just after days of being introduced as a cast member. Uh, you know why, Scott? Um, I think he said something that wasn't very nice on uh, I think he said a lot of racist shit on podcasts and then came back on on his Twitter feed going, you know, sometimes when you 
when you, you, you push the line, you sometimes push it oh, yeah. too edgy. far. You know, edgy. when you try to be the edgy, sometimes you get too edgy. And it wasn't like, you know, kind of like when you think of like, you know, stuff like that, where the people that actually did push the line, your Bill Hicks, your your Lenny Bruce's, your your George Carlin's, who we've all talked about on this, ep- this podcast, uh, check it out in our archives, is that, you know, they use edgy to change, uh, you know, norms and, and, and ideas of society, you know, like... When you know Dick Gregory or, or 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 Lenny Bruce were you know examining you know the words of the day, and you know they they had a point to make. But when you're just you know throwing, I actually didn't. I heard a little bit of what he, I read what he said, but uh, um, you know uh, fire him. Why why the fuck not? <laughs> I, just, <laughs> no. I never heard of him. But there's also a conspiracy theory is. Um, uh, and my friend Mike Todd last night told me this conspiracy theory is this is a season that they they actually hired the first Asian cast member. Right. Uh, yeah. And that's all right. they thought that this was just a coup to drum up uh, publicity for the new season. Yeah. Because sure. this, this guy was making uh, anti uh, Asian uh, disparaging comments. So yeah, there could I mean, be that. That could be. Yeah, I mean, that was like, did you see that? So you're in New York, and you guys had that New York Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. And they had that... Uh, we have uh, that New York Fashion Week we have here? It's pretty big. <laughs> but, you know, the uh, they had some some fashion place did a pop-up thing, and they had, like, one of their designs was, like, <laughs> like uh, Columbine sweatshirts with bullet holes in them and stuff. But they always had that shit, like, at, at, yeah. at uh, Urban Outfitter, you know? Yeah, but it's like, but it's, like it's just, like... It's just they're just doing edgy, edgy, yeah, edgy fashion, and it worked. And it worked. What just to get the attention? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, but I think you know what we're doing. Digressing. <laughs> okay, well we can do that a little bit because well, today's today's uh, today's episode is on uh, uh, famous cast members who were fired from SNL. Yep. And there's so they, a lot. They, there's there's more than you think. So uh, one thing that SNL did was, uh, besides firing people, they also passed on several comedians that have become famous to this day. Like Jim Carrey auditioned for Saturday Night Live, didn't get it. Stephen Colbert, uh, didn't get it. Kevin Hart, didn't get it. Mark Maron, as you hear all the time on his podcast, <laughs> yeah. didn't, didn't get it. But uh, they're not the only ones. But the, the actual, like, um, you know, we have a list here. So, so Scott, I'll... I'll throw out some names. You tell me fire. Are we, are we going in any order? Or let's not, not go in any order. We don't really have an order. Let, let, let's, let's run it freestyle. Okay. But you just keep track of who we talked about and who we didn't. Okay. Did we talk about Jenny Slate yet? We did a little bit up front. Yeah. Do we, she, do we talk uh, about new cast member Shane Gillis? The, the funny thing. Yeah, we did. The funny thing about oh. Jenny Slate is she kind of like, I don't know if she did this before or after being mm-hmm. on, but she, she kind of turned into like she started her, her and her partner started doing these animation shorts on YouTube that were wound up being friggin' huge. Oh, yeah? And, um, yeah, and then now she's, like, indie indie movie person, so she's doing all right. Yeah, then let's... Okay, since you're going indie movie person, we're not going in any order. Uh, there was uh, Lori Metcalf was uh-huh. in 1981. She made her debut on Saturday Night Live for only one episode. Now, you might <laughs> right. remember her... As the Academy Award nominated mom from Lady Bird. Uh, yeah. And, or you might remember her from, um, that's how I remember her from uh, the Roseanne. Roseanne show. Not, not Roseanne. Um, yeah, it was just Roseanne. 
Yeah, that was so like, there you she, go. Yeah, she was like her sister. Yeah, but I forgot that she was on there. That was really weird. Mm-hmm. But she was on that. She was on that one season. That season where like they fired everyone except yeah, uh, Joe Joe Piscopo and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. 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 So I guess you know there's that that where they just totally clean house. You know, so yeah, they that's fired. Different. We can't. They, we can't they fired everyone. Them. So I think that was, and then that was just like. That was just like a horrible because they the Lauren Michaels wasn't involved and yeah. and then you had all these iconic comedians that just left and then there's like all right there <laughs> there here's the new guys and the only people like Eddie Murphy and Joe Piscopo were kind of like the the second tier of that yeah. and they're the only ones that got asked back but you know uh, I, I really can't praise Joe Piscopo too much <laughs> yeah I mean that was the one I think that was who's the other uh, it was Gilbert Gottfried was on that season too. Oh yeah, he was more a writer. Yeah. But I think he was like, wasn't he just sort of in bit parts and stuff? Yeah, well, he kind of came out. He came out and did did a couple things. But uh, yeah, that that was <laughs> that was pretty interesting to see. But yeah, that was that way they had the whole clean out of the of the episode. Yeah. So another oh, person who was yeah. like hired as a writer, but also did bit parts, Sarah Silverman. And what mm-hmm. happened to her? She was fired. She was fired uh, from the, the 1993-1994 season of Saturday Night Live. She worked uh, for 18 weeks, and she said uh, only one sketch she wrote survived to dress rehearsal, and none of yeah. them aired. <laughs> and, 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 sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say she got fired in that, that, that particularly 90s way. She got fired by facts. Yeah, that, well, <laughs> the, the second option of firing her would be by uh, Beeper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my beeper gone off. I better go check my phone messages. And then, yeah, uh, well, oh, man, that, fired. <laughs> that was a weird season because that was like the one where they packed it with all those kids and the hall guys. It was like a lot. Oh, and, yeah. You know, it was, it was, yeah, it was like a couple of one of the guys from Kids of the Hall. I can't remember which one. One of the guys from Kids of the Hall was on there. Right. And then it was like, you know, Sarah Silverman, I think kind of Sandler and, and, uh, and Sandler and, um, Farley were still on there. And, yeah. Oh, it had like I think Christopher Get one of those one of those guys might have still been floating around there, and it was just mm-hmm. like just not a fun not a funny um, season. Yeah, but I think maybe Conan O'Brien. No, I don't think he was a writer on that. But Bob Odekert was a writer, I yeah. think, during that era, which is kind of ironic or funny. Yeah. Um, but they said they fired her because uh, she didn't really have her own voice, or she had her own voice. But, like, in every sketch, it's, she was just very much Sarah Silverman, so couldn't, like, right. really, you know, transform into do a lot of characters. But fire. Chris Rock, on the other hand, what happened to him, Scott? Uh, well, he wanted to... Um, fired! <laughs> yeah, we fired. Okay. Right, okay, I get it. The I overall, it. We're, we're playing fire, not fire. Right, right, okay, all right, I get it. Yeah, well, that this I didn't know about him, because he'd actually been there for a while. And um, but like he, he he wanted to go do an episode of In Living Color. <laughs> I think did he want to do an episode or just voice that he wanted to join the the cast? Of oh, I think he Color. oh he did yeah he he wanted to just join the cast. Well, of course you can get fired, dude. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. So he wanted to join the cast, and when he returned to host Saturday Night Live in 2019. Um, he and Adam Sandler did a song called I Was Fired by NBC. Uh, <laughs> Rock sang, I went on in living color. Three weeks later, they took it off TV. So, so we didn't make it as a cast member on uh, in living color. Yeah, so he's there for a little bit. Okay. And, and the reason why he, uh, Chris Rock sang this song with Adam Sandler about being fired from NBC, uh, Adam Sandler 
Fired or not fired? Um, I'm fired. Not really sure. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that it was in an iffy territory because you know he did his long stint on Saturday Night Live. So, in Sandler's words, uh, he wasn't sure if he fired or he quit. <laughs> yeah. So, so it was him and Chris Farley, uh, and he, and he said uh, we kind of quit at the same time as we're being fired. <laughs> and yeah. that was in the uh, summer of 1995. Yeah, so they kind of, both those guys left around the same time. But yeah, I think that's the funniest ones where they, they're like, well, we kind of quit. We kind of got fired. We're not really sure yet. So they're, what would already, you say? they're already making the big movies. So yeah, they're like, already. Uh, it was stars, like yeah. kind of time for them to move on. Yeah. Uh, but uh, tragically, two years after being fired, Chris Farley died. Yeah, sad. <laughs> Kind of, kind of a bummer. Kind of a bummer. Because yeah. I, I just everyone from Adam Sandler on down said, just as a pure live performer, uh, Chris Farley was the funniest comedian they've ever seen. Like, oh yeah, just live on stage. Oh yeah, because he. I mean, cause that's the thing. It wasn't just the physical stuff. I mean, he was like, you know, he he could be big and loud and quiet too. You know. Yeah, I mean, there's like you would always get three hundred percent commitment from Chris Farley. I mean, it's. It's actually kind of because I do I do like my Zach, my Galifianakis, and I like the the between mm-hmm. two ferns. But I wait, which have a new movie out on uh, Netflix? Yeah. yeah, but that I mean, it's almost because like because uh, Chris Farley did that a couple times, or he just played the really bad interviewer guy. Oh yeah, like the really really uncomfortable interviewer guy, and <laughs> yeah. it was pretty. See if you can find a couple of those because they're real. Like he interviewed he interviewed Paul McCartney, and he was like, "Oh really? Well, <laughs> what was that other band you were?" And just like a really bad, <laughs> unprepared interviewer, and it was funny. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. And the another thing about Chris Farley is, you know, it's so competitive on Saturday Night Live, where uh, if you're a performer and you don't write a sketch, you know, chances are no one's going to put you in the sketch. But for yeah. Farley, everyone Farley wasn't a writer, and he seldom mm-hmm. wrote. And but right. everyone put Chris Farley in their sketches because right, they just yeah. like because uh, they they thought uh, you know he was just uh, unbelievably funny as a live performer. Yeah. But also tying into that, uh, um, do you remember former Weekend Update host Norm Macdonald? Um, I think was he on Saturday Night Live, or did something happen to him? Yeah, he was on Saturday Night Live, and he got fired. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> so, Norm MacDonald, you know, he's a great stand-up comedian, and I, I don't know, I guess he was pretty funny on Weekend Update. Um, I don't know, it's pretty much Weekend Update's just sort of a, an extension of just doing stand-up comedy about yeah, the news. Yeah. Um, but he was fired from Weekend Update uh, mere hours after he found out uh, Chris Farley had died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that was kind of a bit of a bummer, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he just kind of... McDonald has a story about just kind of sitting in his car and just, like, um, thinking about, uh, you know, Chris Farley's dead. Yeah, he's fired, but Chris Farley's dead. Yeah, but it was also, like... um, And, again, you'll find this with several performers. No one came up and actually outright said to Norm McDonald uh, he was fired. He said, like, (laughs) Lauren had a really hard time telling you uh, bad stuff. So when he returned for the first episode back after Christmas, so when uh, McDonald pressed whether or not he was doing the segment of Update that week, uh, he was told, we don't think you are. 
And he responded, someone got to tell me I'm fired. <laughs> yeah, so it's like he needs, he needs somebody to say that, dude. I'm not just going to leave. Yeah. yeah, so... um. But he had... I, that, but that, there was a weird thing about that because he, like, he thinks that he's... He would kind of got fired because he made like a lot of O.J. Simpson jokes. Really? Yeah, because that was at the time where like he was doing this his weekend updates, and that was like around the see December ninety seven. So it was like after the trial and all that craziness, mm-hmm. and he you know the butt you know he would just make a joke, and the butt would be like you know O.J. Simpson's guilty is what he would say. <laughs> yeah, and, and he would just kind of like hammer on that, and uh, yeah, he said because it turned out like. Uh, he thought one of the executives was really good friends with Simpson still. You know, it was the really? before. Oh, yeah, it was before the civil trial, but it was after, you know, he'd gotten off and before he turned into crazy, crazy prank, prank show O.J. Simpson, which you can yeah. you watch on our episode of Juiced here or listen to our episode of Juiced here in Comedy History 101. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Did you, who, who co-starred on that uh, O.J. Simpson uh, prank show? That, I think that was one of the co-hosts <laughs> of this podcast here. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, if you, if you uh, yeah, so like, yeah, there's a whole big, uh, I don't know if you call it a conspiracy theory, but I think that's like, oh, Norm MacDonald would always be talking about that. Oh, really? That's kind of, I never uh, heard that sort of stance on it. Oh, yeah. Um, there, yeah, so, there, no, there it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Norm. <laughs> okay, yeah, so he's going to think against uh, O.J. Simpson. Yeah, so there's so you can see, see some videos. There's, like, videos, like, compilation videos of YouTube and Norm McDonald constantly shitting on O.J. Simpson. <laughs> oh, poor O.J. Yeah. yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> so that that is, uh, oh, yeah, and that's what it is. That's, here's, here's an episode, here's a headline of the Daily Beast. Norm McDonald fired over SNL over O.J. jokes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So we've, we've got that in the podcast. Yeah. So how about, what about one of the biggest actors in Hollywood? So this is a two-parter. Um, you're aware that Robert Downey Jr., a.k.a. Iron Man, was a cast member of Saturday Night Live? Because when you think Iron Man, you think comedy sketches. Oh no! I remember that scene. That was uh, that was the same season. That what's his name? Because we, we might as well Anthony Michael Hall. Too. Anthony Michael Hall. That was that nineteen eighty five season, which also was not very good. I believe Anthony Michael Hall might have been the youngest cast member. I think yeah, he was he like was. eighteen. Because uh, yeah. I believe Eddie Murphy maybe was nineteen when he he became yeah. a cast member. Yeah. Uh, but Robert Downey Jr. was only twenty for the eleventh yeah. season in nineteen eighty five. And again, that was just such bad casting. And even Downey yeah. would say um, he was really ill-suited for the show. Uh, here's a quote. He said, I was not somebody who was going to come up with a catchphrase. I was not somebody who was going to do impressions. I was somebody who was very ill-suited for rapid-fire sketch comedy. Yeah. I was like, this seems really hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was another weird. So they then they cleared about like that that season. They cleared everybody out again, and mm-hmm. I think they kept they kept like John Lovitz was on that one. Oh really? Yeah. Was that was that followed by the season with like Billy Crystal and Crystal no no Guess that, or that, that, that was like the, that was like the year before. Oh, okay, now I'm thinking. I know what I'm thinking of that other season. I'm talking about that ninety three, ninety five. It was Michael McKeon. Who was ah. who was on that one? But no, the year before that was that one that ni- that was eighty four, I think, and that was the one. Yeah, it had all had all the spinal like Billy Crystal and all the spinal tap. I always stuff. thought that was like cheating when they got like these crazy well established like movie stars 
to be yeah. cast members. Because <laughs> yeah. part of Saturday yeah. Night Live was just, is always these unknowns that became famous through Saturday Night Live, not people that that were already famous joining the yeah. cast. Yeah, that was a weird year because it was. I mean, it was still pretty good. There's some. There's some classic, uh, but a lot of stuff they did was filmed. It was all film sketches. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which goes back to Albert Brooks as one of the original sort of cast members doing a film. Yeah. Every yeah. Week. So, but that same season that <coughs> I remember that same season that um, what's his name Robert Downey Jr. was on was that that was the season that uh, the Wayne's brother Damon Wayne's was on. And what happened to him? Fired. <laughs> Did we yeah, talk so, about him? Oh, yeah. Okay, so he yeah. was hired in 1985, and it only lasted one season. Um, yeah. I believe it was because he did a he took a straight character and made him a flamboyant gay man without writing the <laughs> character by the producers. Yeah. Which I, I think he sort of did that in Beverly Hills Cop. Sort of uh, his character in that he was the banana guy in Beverly Hills Cop. But the banana, you know, remember that scene. Oh, was that him? Really? Yeah. Holy yeah, cow. Pretty man. positive that's, it is. I mean, if we're wrong, wrong, maybe one of our oh. listeners can tell us, set us straight uh, through you, our website, ComedyHistory101.com. Okay, while you bring <laughs> up the next person, I will check the banana the banana tailpipe reference. Oh, yeah. Holy crap, it is. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, Damon Wins was the banana guy from Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, but he was fired, and, and he said he knew he was going to be fired. Lauren did the right thing. Uh, but um, So I guess it didn't work out well for Damon Wayans in the end, right? That was the end of his career? Oh, yeah, yeah. I never heard from him again. Except he went on to star <laughs> in, in Living Color for three seasons, one of the groundbreaking uh, sketch shows of all time, uh, yeah, which so really he... kind of launched the career of Jim Carrey. Yeah, he did all right. Now, here's someone who was, um, he was hired, uh, uh, I don't know if he was, like, fired, but, um, he, and it's really interesting, you check out a video of a guy named Charlie Barnett. Now, he, uh, yeah. you see, like, these crazy, he was, like, a crazy street performer, like, there's this video of him with, like, hundreds and hundreds of people surrounding him yeah. in Washington Square Park, which is yep. really kind of cool to watch, because Washington Square Park looks exactly the same. As yeah. it does in the video, and I've heard like through, you know, just the comedy scene uh, in New York that people of uh, people who said they they used to watch him perform in Washington Square Park, and he was hired to be a cast member. Uh, it was in 1980. He auditioned for Saturday Night Live when the producer was uh, Gene Domanian. I guess that's yeah. who um, replaced Lauren Michaels in that shitty season. Yeah, and she is like related to Woody Allen somehow. I will check this really? out in the computer. Yeah, yeah. Like my stepdaughter, and then he's dating her. No, no what? Hey, 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 watch hey, it. Hey, hey. Um, yeah, so he was hired, uh, but didn't come back, I believe, for uh, the second audition because he couldn't read. He was illiterate. I think either he had a learning disability or, or just couldn't read. Um, uh, so he was replaced by one Eddie Murphy. Yeah. No, no. The, the, the Jean Domanian, she, she went on to produce uh, Woody Allen films after, after she left Saturday Night Live. Oh, really? Which films? Yeah. Uh, Bullets Over Broadway. Everything mostly between 94 and 2000. Bullets Over Broadway. 
Mighty oh, that's Oscar a good movie. Movies. That's with John Cusack, right? Yeah, that one was all right. I saw that one. Um, Small Time Crooks was the last one she did. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. check out. So Charlie Barnett, he, he he didn't turn up, you know, for because uh, uh wasn't hired because he couldn't read or or either that or just didn't turn up for his second audition. Uh, but he went on. He was he starred. He had parts on like in movies like uh, he was in DC Cab. Oh yeah, and, yeah, that's and then whole, I think a, a couple other, other episode. Yeah, but uh, then yeah. he he ended up dying. Uh, he was a heroin addict too. Yeah. So that's uh, that like yeah. So he ended up dying uh, at at a young age. But what um, could cheer us up after that? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, yeah, just sure. for the just for the comedy history one hundred and one um, nerds out there. So actually, so Gene. Jean Dominion is that she actually befriended Woody Allen when he was a stand-up, and so they knew each other for a long time. They were friends, like back oh, wow. in the sixties. Okay, back so in back the sixties stuff. Yeah, yeah. When okay. when it, Woody Allen was playing the Playboy Club. Yep. Yeah. Oh, in, in Chicago, there it actually says here on the on the ah. Wikipedia. Yep. Dude, doing doing <coughs> his doing his bit about the moose. Okay. The, yeah, the costume she, oh, party okay. with the moose tied to the yeah, ceiling yeah. <laughs> or tied then, to the roof of the car. <laughs> yeah, and then she also okay, she worked with the Dick Cavett as well. Okay, okay, thing uh, 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 that's for the nerds out there. That's all solved. Oh, and, and yeah, the, what, Woody Allen was off and on the Dick Cavett show. Yeah, one other thing about Charlie Barnett. Yeah, it's crazy if you find that that clip of him on YouTube performing. He's like he's like doing a one man show in the middle of Washington Square Park. Like yeah, but he he would just always do that. He would he would yeah. be like a street performer that would always have like hundreds and hundreds of people um, surrounding him. Oh, which not hurt. Yeah. All right, but well, if you listen the, to yeah. the material, it's a little bit. It's very kind of eighties ish, yeah. kind of just playing on the ethical ethnic uh, right. uh, cards on on, well, on his routines. We'll get more into it on our episode of DC Cab, dude. We got to do. Yeah, I think Charlie Barnett <laughs> might be an episode in in itself. So it's just like, uh, you know, again, I, yeah, I've met someone who said they saw him perform, like back in the day, mm-hmm. in Washington wow. Square Park. Cool. All right. So Scott, are you familiar with former Daily Show correspondent Rob Riggle? Um. I see. I don't know, Harmon. I think he has something to do with Saturday Night Live, but I'm not sure what might have happened to him. Was he? Um. Did he? Did he go on for several seasons, or was he fired? Oh my God! What <laughs> happened? Was he fired? He was fired, wasn't he? You need a sound effect for that, man. Yeah, or just a reverb over it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> um. So he was hired in uh, 2004. Uh, he was a former Marine uh, on the show. I guess he was noted for doing. Impressions of Toby Keith and Howard Dean. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the season, he was let go. But th- this was actually his... F- I mean, just to think that's like his actual first like foray into right. show business, just being hired on Saturday Night Live. So in his words, this was the first showbiz gig I've ever got. So it was overwhelming to begin with. It's unbelievable pace and pressure. I got to a point where I didn't even know what was funny anymore by the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah, I bet there's just probably there's so many fucking uh, head games going on, like in the writer's room of Saturday Night Live. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, because oh, yeah, you, yeah. you know you'll be fired if your, your sketches don't make it on the air. And there's just mm-hmm. always these allegiance form. Like, you know, like I, I remember just like hearing, I think it was like, uh, uh, oh, what's that guy's name? The comedian. Oh, Jay Moore. Yeah. Yeah, just saying, oh like, yeah. you know, writers would only write for, like, say, Sandler because their 
career goal was like, okay, if I just keep writing sketches for Adam Sandler, maybe he'll bring me on and I can write his movies for him. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. get those kind of weird allegiance going on. Yeah, because then you'll you'll and then it was always so weird. I went to a couple script readings in the big Hollywood, as you say out there, and those are always mm-hmm. so kind of weird because it's like people laughing. You got to make sure you're laughing at your friends' jokes if they put that into the script. And oh god, you know, yeah, yeah. There's like yeah. L.A. crowds are like either the yeah. easiest because they're they don't want to be like the Emperor's New Clothes and uh, yeah. you know act like they don't get it, or they're the fucking most pretentious. We don't laugh at anything because they don't want to be like. Well, they don't think it's funny. I'm not gonna think it's funny. Yeah, because they're the they're the gatekeeper who's not uh, laughing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I remember once, like me and um, um, Adam Spiegelman, who you met, who was former uh, comedy <laughs> booker for um, uh, Jimmy Kimmel. We went to when National Lampoon had a uh, oh, they right. relaunched yeah. Lemmings, and we went, and people were just like. They're just falling out of their seats laughing. And we're just like looking at each other and it's like, is, is this really not that funny? Or is it just me? You know? But there was, it was just like, it was just like, oh my God. Like if you hired extras to fall out of their seats laughing, it felt like that kind of vibe to it. Oh God. Yeah. yeah it's just, so what about, what, what about, uh, um, so we're on the home stretch of our fire, not fire. What about crisp? Parnell, he he has any uh, he was he fired at all? Um, let's see. I'm not really sure, Harmon. Was he okay? Was he okay? Was he was he fired once? Was he fired twice? (laughs) Was he fired too much? It wasn't nice. Well, let me let me let me put it this way, Harmon. If he was here, if he if he was in the here in the UK, and Uh he was done. And give him the sack. He got the sack. They, you know they would have given him. This is called the P forty five. That means he ah. would have been fired. So he was. Would he, he done his P forty five to be on his UB forty? Yeah, the UB forty <laughs> to take the U two, take the U two to drop off your P forty five with UB forty. <laughs> so Chris Parnell, uh, he was on. I guess around the Will Ferrell time, and he yeah. was fired not once but twice yeah. from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Uh, first for his fourth season on the show, only to be rehired midway through the season. Yeah, no, actually, one of one of the best straight men of all time, I think. He Chris Parnell. Yeah. I, yeah, I had to do a little Google search of like who actually he is. I think he ended oh, really? up on Thirty Rock. Uh, he did a lot of that stuff, but he's probably <coughs> our, our comedy history one on one listeners out there are probably known best as uh, the voice of the dad on I can't remember the dad's name, but on Rick and Morty. He's, uh, the oh dad. really? No way! Yeah, yeah I'm, I a, love Rick and Morty. Have you seen yeah. all the Rick and Mortys? I have. I have. I'm waiting for the new episode, and I'm also uh, new season, for the new, which is the like new, I, I the, about a year probably. The new season. I'm also waiting for the podcast that we do episode we do about it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Our friend Johnny Hardwick was the first one who turned me on to Rick and Morty when I was staying oh, yeah. at his house. Really? Yeah, it's great, dude. That's yeah, why yeah. I got Netflix. Pure funny. I bought not Netflix so I could watch Rick and Morty. Oh, nice. Caved in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or you can get a site called Put Locker. Uh oh. Uh oh. They're knocking at my door. They're knocking at my door. No, dude. No, Netflix. Gotta edit that out. Edit that out. Pay for. I can afford. I can afford the five dollars a month, man. Yeah. So in 2001, uh, Chris Parnell's manager broke the news that he was fired, uh, and his manager gave no real reason uh, for being let go at the time. So he said when he got fired, he just parked the car, sat there. I don't think I cried. I was just stunned. So that was, you know, 
that sort of feeling when you're fired from, yeah. you know, you must think, oh my God, my career's over. You know, it's like, because Saturday Night Live is, you know, essentially when they're doing the casting correctly, they're getting, you know, the cream of the comedy crop, you know, like I do shows that, you know, I've done, you know, UCB and The Pit and then those are all kind of sketch comedy orientated. Right. So, and there's like so many fucking sketch groups and sketch comedians, but oh, you know, yeah. that's, that's like, you know, the Holy Grail is to get on SNL and just mm-hmm. imagine you finally get there and then you get fired and it's <laughs> like, uh Oh, where, where do I go now? You know? Yeah. But apparently cast members, uh, Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan, who, uh, was, was never fired. <laughs> from, oh, really? What was the one where he's like, Dwarf Boy or something. Mango, man. Mango, dude. <laughs> oh, God. Did you make a movie out of that? I know. We need, we need to. We need to want to do a whole episode about Mango. <laughs> um, so they went to bat for Parnell and was uh, told that the door may still be open for him to return. And then finally, one day, they brought him back. Uh, but, uh, oh, yeah. Lauren actually apologized and said, look. And I'll want to hear my Lauren Michaels yeah, here. Uh, here. Okay. Look, 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 Parnell, uh, I made a mistake. <laughs> oh, that's that's pretty good. You should yeah, like... it's, it's Dr. Evil, really. I know, you like, can be you know, in the... That's where they got yeah. uh, the voice of Dr. Evil. Yeah, that's where, that's where he... Uh, that's another podcast. Dude, I'm just throwing out... Uh, that's oh, a whole yeah, other yeah. episode. Put, put it that's on the catch... trouble card. Put it on that's the trouble card. That's my catchphrase, man. Mm. So he was fired in 2001, but in 2006, fired a second time along with yeah, Rachel that's... Dratch... And yeah. Horatio Sands. Oh no, the Sands. Though he did, he did perform for eight seasons. Was Horatio Sands originally on Mad TV? Is that? I don't know. We on? can. I'll run that through the Common History One Hundred and One. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe one of our our listeners can could fill us in on that. Okay. So um, I guess you know a few other people who were fired. Jay Farrell, who was uh, who was on the show, I guess since two thousand and ten. Uh, he played the role of Barack Obama, uh, and Ben Carson uh, fired, along with uh, Taron Killam. You know, have you do you know any of these people? Nope, nope. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> you know what happened to him? He was fired, and uh, he was known for playing long shot presidential candidate Scott. Help me out on this one, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Oh man. Um, only to be replaced by Daryl Hammond playing Donald Trump, only to be replaced by Alec Baldwin oh playing well, Donald Trump. I don't think this, so I don't think, um, it doesn't look like Horatio Sands was ever on Mad TV, but here's the crazy thing, man. He, he's lost a lot of weight. He's all oh. like, he's, a, he's all like super buff now. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there you go. Maybe we'll put a picture of him being super buff on our, our, our website, Comedy yeah, History exactly. 101. Yeah. So Scott, I think I think that's pretty much covers the list. Any any other people that were fired? You mentioned one, Charles Rocket. Oh, Charles Rocket, dude. He's like kind of the the one of the first famous ones. He actually. So this was back in um, the episode of February twenty first, nineteen eighty one, where they were doing a Who Shot Jr. Takeoff mm-hmm. skit. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> uh, and. Um, he was playing Jr. in the skit, and they actually had somebody on Charlene Tilton from Dallas, who was actually on the uh, show at the time. And so they did the skit, and Rocket as Jr. gets shot, and then he goes, "Oh, he said live on the air. I'd like to know who fucking did it." <laughs> and so, oh, they yeah. pulled a Jenny Slate. Yep, yep. As and, we heard uh, uh, at the top of yeah. the show. 
Um, I think he might. Have, somebody said fuck during the ne- the newscast at one point. I'm gonna look that up, dude. I will. I'll add that. For, that'll be that'll be in the article on our on our site at commonhistory101.com. But uh, yeah, he so he wound up getting fired. But then he kind of had a a pretty big uh, career in like TV and whatnot after that in movies. But here's the mysterious thing: he was found dead in, in a field with his throat slit. Oh yeah, another yeah. thing. Oh oh, first of all, uh, yeah, that's horrible. Uh, second, no no no, yeah yeah yeah. Um, he but they was, said it was a suicide. That's that's a weird thing. Yeah, um, I think a little interesting thing about him is he's actually talked about in this uh, David Lynch documentary. They were co-students together. I think I think it was David Lynch uh, at Risley uh, Rhode Island School of Design. Yeah, no, Risley, I think David Risley, Lynch. Yeah. yeah, though I think um, uh, David Lynch went to school in. Uh, Philadelphia, but I think it was like somebody like David Lynch said he was Charles Rocket was making these experimental movies and was like a really uh, influence as a student at uh, when they were in school together. I oh, really? Think, I think it was David Lynch who said that. I could be oh, wrong. Maybe if a listener knows, they can fill me in, but it was somebody of a David Lynch caliber that said they were yeah. really inspired by the student films when there were uh, students together that Charles Rocket was making. But I think that's probably how he got uh, hired, you know, partly through, uh, you know, the, his, his student films. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was, supposed to, he was supposed to be a big, yeah, he was, he was, he was touted by Gene Dominion as the uh, cross between Chevy Chase and Bill Murray. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And like yeah. Chevy Chase now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, so when he started on Saturday Night Live, or before he did it, he was known for uh, a thing called the Rocket Report, where he would go out in the streets of New York and talk to people. So maybe, yeah, he had his little background in um, a filmmaking there. Uh, one of the other persons, people I wanted to mention for sure, though, is uh, Billy Crystal. Was he fired? Yeah, well, he was... Um, I don't know if he was fi- technically fired or not, but you know, he was, a, supposed to be a, he was supposed to be in the first episode of Saturday Night Live. And then his sketch got caught. So, like, uh, I think it was on one of those Mark Maron podcasts where I heard him. And he oh, you mean, like, the, the original Saturday Night Live? Like, yeah, with the very Lucy first, yeah, he was supposed to, yeah, yeah, that, that oh, wow. one, yeah. And then he the sketch got cut, so I guess he kind of got fired. But then I remember him talking about it. He had to, like, he, he was still living in New York at the time, so he had to, like, you know, get fired from Saturday Night Live and then take the subway home. <laughs> well, everyone takes the subway home. You know? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. It's pre Uber. Yeah. You know, you didn't have the app on your yeah. phone. He could. You didn't have a app. phone in your pocket, so the, no. there was no such thing as phone apps at the yeah. time of nineteen seventy six. Yeah, yeah. Or probably a hail. A, yeah, when he just hail a cap with his hands. He probably didn't have any, he probably didn't have any money, dude. His sketch, his sketch got caught, dude. He, you know, it was pre pre soap Billy Crystal. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it. So, Scott, any other takeaways from, uh, again, this all, the catalyst of this was comedian Shane Gillis fired for racist remarks. But he was fired before he was even on. I guess that would be my takeaway. (laughs) Yeah, but that was also the same with Charlie Barnett was fired or Uh, didn't turn up after being hired. But, yeah. uh, Okay. Though though it's left unsaid, like, everyone knows this guy's name now. But they know him for being a fucking racist. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I don't don't think that's a good thing. My takeaway is try not to get fired from Saturday Night Live. But if you do get fired, it's okay because you're in good company. Yeah, there you go. Or why don't they just take Saturday Night Live off the fucking air? Yeah. Because it's kind of a stale horse. Please. 
please. I mean, it's like now I forgot like uh, who I was listening to is like before they would have all their ensemble do like the Trump's impression or the political yeah. person. But now they just bring in like famous people They'll bring in like, yeah. you know, Larry David or or Alec Baldwin to actually take the the screen time away from the cast members. Yeah, let's please just stop. But fuck Saturday Night Live, because again, it's like, I forgot who I was listening to, but, um, you know, it's like the whole premise is to make fun of the establishment, and there's a big argument, which I think is an episode in itself, that Saturday Night Live helped get Trump elected. Right, yep. You know, yep. like, why the fuck did they make him a guest host, you know? Mm-hmm. It was like, what was the point of that? And then, you know, just other things where, like, uh, Tina Fey would be play Sarah Palin and they would right. actually get Sarah Palin to be in the sketch. No, yeah. you don't do that. It's like, <laughs> these are the people, these are the enemies. These are the people yeah. you take down. You don't let them in on the joke. It's like, it's just the shittiest of all shitty. Well, I think that just kind of shows you how defanged any kind of political comedy coming like if, if it's if it's to the point where the people the person you're making fun of comes on the show then there's yeah. no teeth there's no teeth to what you're doing yeah and that's why probably like uh trump always tweets about sarah saying i yeah. not funny because yeah. he thought he was like in you know hollywood in with them you know yeah. or new york in not hollywood but you know because <laughs> they, they they let him in they let him be the host, you know, in the uh, same way, like on, uh, you know, our episode on the Comedy Central roast of Trump, where, uh, you know, he's making all the decisions on the sketches and what can be said and and not said, you know, because right, exactly. instead of like just all no holds bar of like, you know, uh, and now he's the president. Now I feel yeah. depressed. Yeah. <laughs> so there you have it. There you have it. A lot of great comedians have been fired. From Saturday Night Live and some shitty comedians as well. <laughs> so with that, I think it's time to plug your way. Scott, what do you have to plug? I was waiting for the music to kick in, Harmon. So oh, know, right. Or the noise. reverb effect. I sent you we, the genius. Yeah, okay. You're just into the re- you're just into the reverb. That's all right. Uh, hey, well, first of all, everyone. Speaking of presidents and the president, Harmon and I have another podcast called "This Is the President," which you can find on Stitcher, Google Play, Last FM, iTunes, of course, and everywhere you find your favorite podcast. You can also find episodes and articles about the episodes over at my website, scottcolonco.com, Soon to be moved over to thisisthepresident.com. Nobody steal that domain from me, please. Please, I'm begging you. Yeah, because um, then you have to go. This is the president. Yeah. Dot edu dot, dot, or dot dot gov. Well, there's, dot plenty gov. Of stuff. there's plenty of stuff out there. Um, also, um, we, in addition to uh, our podcast, we've been putting up YouTube videos of all uh, our fun presidential phone calls. So you can find those over on our new YouTube channel. Just do a search for "This is a President." Do a search for JFK phone calls, Harmon. I've SEO'd the fuck out of that, so you can come. And I can say fuck right now because I can't get fired. Um, in addition to, <laughs> but you're not addition, being racist. <laughs> in addition to that, uh, I wrote and directed a movie called Everything You Want to Know About Sudden Birth But We're Afraid to Ask, which Harmon produced uh, and is now touring around the country. You can come, instead of sitting here and rattling it off all the great places we'll be playing, just go to my website, scottclunko.com slash birth, and you can find out where we're playing next. But... Coming up soon, we'll be playing this weekend at the uh, Fantastic Fest in Austin, Texas. So go have a breakfast taco, drink a shiner, go watch Sudden a Baby Being Born. And that's that's it for me, Harm. 
Here, here, here. And for me, this Friday, I'll be performing at a little venue in Washington, D.C. called the Kennedy Center for two shows as part of the Reach Festival. Uh, 7.30 and 9 or 9.30 of my show, Jokey So come on out and say hello. Also, I have a new book out called Tribe Spotting Undercover Culture Stories. You can check it out on Amazon. All my best stories about going out undercover and infiltrating extremist groups in America. And with that, thanks a lot for tuning in to another episode of Comedy History 101. Where we school you in comedy. Thanks a lot and bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. Good thing about doing comedy in Russia, you have captured the audience. You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. Comedy History 101. Yes, ma'am. I read you loud and clear. Yes, ma'am. This is... Yes, ma'am. This is... This is the present. Hey, everyone. Scott here. You just finished our Comedy History 101 podcast. So you like comedy and history. Then you should try out our other podcast, This is the President. In every episode, I dig up some found audio from one of our presidents and play it for Harmon, who's never heard it before. Then we talk about it. From Truman to Trump, we cover all your favorite presidents and not-so-favorite ones. You can also hear Harmon sounding off about current events and the state of America today. And, if you're lucky... You might be able to catch us reading customer reviews of Trump products on Amazon. You can subscribe to This is the President on iTunes, Google Play, Last.fm, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Just search for This is the President, subscribe, and together we'll make America great again. <laughs>